to this week's episode of Dump Dump Die, an all-female, all-awesome D&D 5th edition homebrew podcast set in my homebrew world of Kalandos on the continent of Astra, and my being me, being Carla the GM, and with me, I have my most amazing players who are going to introduce themselves. Hi everyone, I am Dina, I play Andromach, the changeling druid, and uh, I'm so keen for this episode, it's going to be amazing. Hi everyone, I'm Wednesday and I play Alarn Skyvale, the Azamar Paladin, who is not keen for this week's episode. I am Nelly, I play Kira Nightingale, the half-elf sorcerer, as far as I'm, I'm aware, yeah. And yeah, I think as far as everyone's aware. And on that note, we're going to go back into the game where previously everybody looking at everybody else like they were sus, except the one person who in the end does appear to be sus as Lauren, Kira and Andromach enter the house of Zetu. She had closed the doors. She just barely let them in. She grabbed Lauren and hugged him and said, it's so nice to meet someone of the family and of the same line as her husband, who was definitively a changeling. That's where we are. She is now sobbing in Lauren's arms as she looks well, but still cuck as she's cried her heart out legitimately. This time it's a different kind of crying and it's that kind of relief to just have someone to talk to and to be there. I wanted a Spider-Man meme thing where I'm pointing at Lauren and then he's pointing at me and we're just like, okay, in game, seriously, I'm just going to look at Lauren and I'm going to look at and Andromach and just think like, did I hear what I think I heard? And just try to see how this unfolds. Lauren is not holding the woman. You know when you're like pretending to hug someone so you're barely touching them? Like how Keanu Reeves takes photos. Yes. Andromach is going um, to turn to Kira and say, um, did, did she just mention... Uh, okay. And then and I'm going to look over to Lauren and go, yeah. oh, get in there, man. I'm going to look at Lauren like, hmm, we need, like, we need to talk, but I just want to see how awkward he's going to be with this lady because it's fun. Lauren, are you looking back towards Kira and Andromach? I or? am, because oh. Andromach said, get in there. Lauren is very shocked and very confused. <laughs> like, where is he supposed to get into, and why is she being so aggressive when they can see that this woman is feeling cuck? Cool. Lauren said, get in where? This is awkward. Yes, I said, get, Just gonna get reply. in where. For heaven's sakes, Lauren. It won't hurt you to hug the woman properly. You can see that she requires some comfort. And apparently you two have a lot in common. And I'm going to like kind of lean forward. It's like, that's very interesting, isn't it? In response, Lauren is going to say, Lady Zetu, I think we should sit down in, in the living room so that you can tell us what happened to your husband. Not, n- not in the living room. And she's going to walk away. And you can see the living room is the first area on the right. It's mm-hmm. one of those open spaces where the house opens into a foyer, but on the right, the living room extending. And you can mm-hmm. see the fireplace and and some very expensive chairs made with, like, gold and velvet. But she takes you behind the staircase. almost It looks almost like a servant's corridor. And she's going to turn to a door in the left that she opens and leads into a kitchen. 
you can see actually how wealthy the house is because the kitchen looks like the kitchens for for the guilds. There's all the kinds of items you would need for cooking for a lot of people. There's a lot of pots. There's multiple ovens built into the brickwork. And you can see they have a lot of um, um, magical mech amenities. I don't think you would know what they are. Because I feel like Lauren's never been into his kitchen. Kira probably didn't notice the kitchen. And Andromach... one time. And got bacon. You did get bacon. And Andromach, you wouldn't know what these are because they're a bit fancy for your upbringing. Everything looks very shiny. Although, roll perception for me, everybody. Eight. Seventeen. Well, Lauren obviously can't pay attention because he's still confused as to where he's meant to get into and why people are insisting that he touch women. Chat has has a theory. They've shipped you with some random person in, in life. They say Lauren is like the male protagonist in every anime. 400 episodes in, they still don't know they're actually in an unrequited relationship. Um, you notice the kitchen. Andrew Mark, you notice that because you're... You're quite astounded by such a beautiful kitchen. You look a little bit closer and you notice that there is almost a fine layer of dust. Like if you rubbed your finger against it to check how dusty it was, you would only see it if you had like a a white glove on. And then it would be faint, but you can see it as the shiny chrome in, in in the kitchen is reflecting on the dust particles. But it's not by any of the what you assume are cleaning areas. So it's only by the preparation areas. You also notice that in the drying rack are multiple plates, but they almost look like they're only small side plates. So it's only for one person. So you've stepped in and you see the view. The kitchen actually has wide windows that look out into the residential area and you can see the road from a distance if you were to look through the curtains however curtains have been drawn and everyone can see that these curtains were hastily hung because they're actually very thick curtains and not the kind of curtain you would see in a kitchen and also on the right is another door leading to somewhere else in the house and in the middle there is a large prep table and there are some stools around the middle she gestures for you to all sit. Yeah, Andromach's going to go sit down. Yeah, I'll sit as well. She also sits. I'll, Lauren will also sit down. She's trying to um, bring herself back. So I'm going to say, my lady, we suspect that we know who the serial killer is. But we need to confirm what happened to your husband. Because it appears he had this abomination of machinery within him. You... You say you you know who who's done this. In character, I'm sort of sweat a little bit. We do. We have been chasing the serial killer for quite some time now. She leans slightly forward to you, Lauren, and she says, mm-hmm. "Is it true? Is it is it is it someone like you?" I don't think so. Actually, Lauren turns like, and he goes, "Absolutely not. It is someone more like her." And he points at Kira. I look at Lauren uh, a bit offended, and I say, "Why?" We don't have a true confirmation, but when you say someone like him, could you please clarify, ma'am? She says, I'll get you some water, shall I? And then she looks and goes to the side where the dishes are. Underneath a counter, 
you can see she actually lifts the countertop and she pulls out a jug of water, a sealed jug, and then she finds glasses and pours some some water in for you. You can see there's a cold box underneath the counter and built inside. She brings it back to you. Like, is her back turned from us? While she's busy. It is, and she is oddly making a lot of noise. You know, you know when someone's digging in a cooler box or like one of those at the work functions where when we used to go to those where there was like a, a tub and ice and cold drinks and there's always that one chop who wants to dig for like the bottom one and then it's like look, I can't judge. I'm also very specific on what cold drinks I drink, so I'm also that one that's like searching for, for the cream soda. Yeah, so she's like in the cold box, there's ice, and you can hear she's like, Quing! gets the water jug, and then she's like clanking the glasses. Like, she's not being subtle. Anyone with basic perception would see that she's trying to give you, inverted commas, privacy. Is it possible to do two things? One, to check that what she's doing has no ill intent towards us, like she's not reaching for a secret weapon. I don't know, come for us. And second, I want to go towards Lauren and say, you seem to have a lot of secrets, Lauren. Don't you want to tell us what she meant by your kind? I thought you were an Asmar. Is there more about you? Do you come from some weird background? Are you a changeling? I look at Andrew Malcolm and say that surreptitiously please roll insight for me also hello unknown beast seven welcome eyes has gone like this 15 that comment you realize she has no ill intent and then when you say changeling she like makes even more noise with with the glasses lauren and i'm kind of like waiting for a response and this may be to intimidate him. I'll walk a bit closer towards him. Just, or where I'm walking, so I'm going to shuffle a bit closer towards Are him. Are you getting into my hula hoop, bro? Not in, not deep into your hula hoop, but like your hula hoop adjacent. Yeah. Okay, that, that's pretty close. Lauren's going to clear his throat and say, we of the sky do not discuss such matters with those from the ground. At that, she's going to come and place the glasses down and she's going to look at Lauren oddly and then sit back in her stool and move further back when she returns to the table Lauren is going to say my lady I am Lauren, the last of the Skyvale line it is my duty to serve her highness's people so please tell us what you can about the death of your husband okay hold on one second she's gonna look at everybody Andromach please roll deception for me at an advantage 19 is doing her best impression of a poker face right now <laughs> She doesn't notice anything special about you. She looks around and she says to the table generally, I'm unsure if if sharing this will break the decision of of your family to not share information. I don't know where to start. It's all right, my lady. You can be open with me. And us. Your friends? And she says, question mark, like... Friends? They are my companions, and we are on the same mission. They have proven to be trustworthy. She puts her hands on the table, and she's essentially stimming and fidgeting. So uh, it's where you do like repetitive movements to relax yourself, like running her hands, uh, her thumb across her fingers. And she's not looking down, but she's looking sort of at the table rather than looking at each of you. And she says, I, I met Alcide. Oh, it was a, a long, 
long time ago. Um, I I didn't know then what he was, but as as we spent time together, um, he wanted me to know the truth before before we got married. Um, so uh, as everyone knows, he he is a changeling, but as you know, um, oh, how do I? The changelings didn't disappear. I mean, there's some who 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 live in hiding here and and keep their form. I think uh, I think Elsie doesn't know what he, his form looks like without looking like Elsie, and she's struggling to get through this. Um, he is going to put his hand on her hand to be calming. She's going to allow it for two seconds and then she's going to withdraw her hand so that she can keep fidgeting because it, um, mm-hmm. it's soothing. They also moved up into, into Top City. Some of them, um, some people believe that it was changelings that not only sent the whales into, into the sky, but also were the reason we got into the sky as well. The Asimar line is a genetic trait of of being a, a a changeling it's a um a a changeling um it's a strain of that of of those DN, dna um yes in this magic big world they know about dna and genes they're not changeling <laughs> mutants guys they just have changeling in their bloodline that line is called the Skyfolk. <laughs> no folk like Skyfolk. There's no yeah. folk like Skyfolk. And everyone's just like, they are changeling mutants. Definitely changeling mutants. No! I feel like chat is more medieval than my world. It's like an evolutionary thing. When a changeling's moved into the sky, they mutated, you know, to make no. it easier for themselves. They adapted. It's evolution, man. No, I, I have this image of chat with like pitchforks and this going up to It's like grabbing a Lauren. There's someone who's saying to me, my asthma, because I had to, asthma have like ethereal wings and like mm-hmm. all the other character types you can play are more realistic. Like I can get horns coming out your head, but like ethereal wings? No, that's changeling. She doesn't notice anyone's reactions. Lauren's trying very hard to not clear his throat continuously, but he's also trying very hard not to say anything. I want to reach over towards Andermach and kind of like touch her shoulder or something like that, because in case she doesn't need sudden movement, it'll keep her still and calm. I don't know like how she reacts, but I want her to also keep cool, just stay calm. Is like surreptitiously flicking her gaze to Lauren every time that sentence repeats in her head about Asimars being a genetic trait of changelings. But she's listening very intently. She's going to continue on. Alcide had a, a lot of dealings with, with Top City, um, being a merchant. It's, it's how we made all this, and she gestures to the, to the house. And she says, he really, we didn't have dealings with any you know, untoward folk. We mingled with the cream of of all the crops and and they all turned on us. 
down here will turned on me. She takes a sip of the water and she says, he basically, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you why they chose him. Uh, I imagine it's, I, I don't know. I, I was out at, at one of my, well, I suppose they're not my friends, but at a, at a friend's house, we were having a ball. Um, and when I returned home, he, he had said he was going to stay late and, and work on the ledges. And when I returned home, he was in the living room and he was lying on his back and he was, it looked almost as if, um, and, and you would know, she points to you, Lauren. Well, maybe you wouldn't know. I don't suppose you see it when you sleep. But when when a changeling is is sleeping, their their form seems a little murky around the edges. I I always thought it was it was sweet, like he was letting letting go. Um, that was that murky fuzziness was around the the key. The, the clockwork key and so I I pulled it out before anyone could see I thought um, and then I I put it back for for evidence and sort of his there wasn't so much blood as that murky shape ch- shifting quality forming a black liquid as she says this, Andromach, you would realize that's why you felt some kind of recognition to the black echo on the key, because it still retains its magical essence. She says, "I, I, I ran through the house looking, looking for, for someone, but no one was here. Even the servants had gone. Um, they, they were let off for the night, but no one was here. Everything was closed." So he must have let them in. Nothing was changed. Um, I then called the guild and I had hoped they'd be more understanding. But of course, they people asked where Elseed was every day. And, and eventually we had to tell the town. And they wanted to know more information and it came out that he was a changeling and now and then she sobs into her hands and all you can hear is no one trusts us and they think it was a lie and then she's just crying into her hands Lauren is going to say my lady I know it's difficult for you but I need to ask you have you ever heard the name Isaiah I'm going to give Lauren a look, a very direct look. Lauren's busy looking elsewhere right now. Oh, okay. But like, he's going to feel daggers in the back of his head. Daggers. He's going to feel daggers in the back of his head. Like, there's some serious deep looks. Your eye daggers. No, Gary, changelings are not related to pudding. Okay, pudding is related (laughs) to changelings. No, no, you make me think of ditto. <laughs> like ditto, guys. You. So when you say, does she know anyone named Isaiah? She 
is going to mm-hmm. start to calm herself down. And she's going to turn to you and say, yes, everyone knows her in, in well, I suppose in, in the merchant field. She's, she sells silks in Top City. Alarm okay. is not going to say, oh, fuck, that murderous bitch is in my town. At this point, because like, I'm almost desperate to hear more about her, I'm going to like kind of jump, uh, move closer, <laughs> kind of almost push the Lauren out the way. Like, tell, tell me more. What, what is she doing there? What, is she, what does she look like? I, I, I need to know. Just please tell me everything. Kira, are you trying to be deceptive at all about why you would want to know? No, I'm, it's almost like a, like it was like a knee-jerk reaction. Like I'm almost panicked and I'm almost like, oh my, like this, I definitely need to know because I'm still dealing with my own recent revelations. I, I need to know everything. So okay. not, no deception, just like panicked response. She misconstrues that and she says, do you think, he, is Isaiah, I don't, I don't know how, but if, if she's the murderer and she's holding the glass in her hand and she actually shatters it in one hand quite easily. We don't, we don't know anything. We, we, we don't know anything. I, 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 I just, I need to know for my own sake. It's, it's hard to explain, but she's a big part of my life. If she is... And she's going to look very confused and she's going to wipe the glass pieces out of her hand and put it on the table and wipe it on her dress. She's going to create two fists with her hands and she says, if she is the murderer and you keep her from me, no affiliation or family friendliness for his bloodline will stop me from going through you to her. Is she the murderer? I'm going to start backing away. Lauren is going to put his hand on her shoulder and turn her to face him and say, Lady Zetu, as dangerous as it is for you to remain in Leif, I think when you go home, we need to accompany you. It's time for me to return to Il Aranos. She looks at you and she says, this is my home. He will... I... We just had had dealings in Il Uranos. We, but I'll I'll come with you. We need to. I need to avenge my husband and get that traitorous. And then she, can you guys speak? Oddly, can you speak Orc? Nope. Nope. No. Nope. Nope. It sounds extremely vile. What so she like says. in Afrikaans, like that. No. Yeah. Worse. With grunting. <laughs> Which makes it even worse because she's such a, like, feminine and delicate delicate appearing woman. But as she does... There's, like, a spit or something like that. I feel like, you know, when you swear in Russian or something like that, like, like a Slavic language, like, you stop and spit and you keep on swearing. Yeah, it's probably more Slavic than than Afrikaans. As she goes, that traitorous, and she's, like, just... And she goes off for a good ten seconds... And then she stops. And as she does that, anyone who's like looking a little bit closer at her, you realize she shattered a glass in her hand. She's got cuts in her hand and she's not phased by it at all. You feel like before she swore, you were looking at a delicate, very fragile painting. But now she looked like she was almost made of, not made of stone, like actually made of stone, but she looked really hardened and adventure ready. I'm looking at her hands. 
Because when she did those two fists, I wanted to see like if there's anything I picked up from what she was going to do with her hands. Roll inside for me because you're not trying to... Is her hand still bleeding from the cuts? Her hand is still bleeding a little bit. You can see because it's in a fist, one or two droplets are like lurking on the edge. Nat one. There we go. (laughs) Basically, her intent was exactly what she said to you. If you do not tell her where Isaiah is or who the murderer is, she will fight you. Lauren's going to say to her, you don't have a choice. You have to come to Top City. Now that you know... I cannot let you remain on the ground. Put her highness in danger. Oh, snap. Okay. At this, can everyone please roll initiative? <laughs> because she just rolled a natural one on your on her insight roll. Listen, so she bro. definitely takes that as a threat. Fight. A fight. 19. Seven. Okay. So, again, because you... I don't know how to talk to women. So, typical of Lauren, I just... Yeah. Welcome, man, the potato. Now they're fighting widows. Yep, chat has given Zetu, and I feel like I'm going to allow this because she is one against three, has given Zetu yeah. advantage against all attacks against Lauren because he didn't say please, and she thinks you're rude, as oh, well no. as a kidnapper. Lauren, I'm going to give you a chance because she hasn't done anything to attack, and because you are before her, I'm going to give you a chance to roll perception to see if you notice that her stance has changed, that she is preparing. 17. Yeah, she's going to try and deck you. It's going to happen. It is your turn. And you recognize that she looks like she wants to fight you. Lauren is going to drop his sword, kneel down in front of her, take off his helmet, look up, make eye contact with her and say, please calm down. This is not the time to fight. Has Lauren ever been around a woman who's pissed off? (laughs) Okay, roll your persuasion. 21. She unclenches her fists and she says, I'm not going anywhere until you explain to me what you know and why you thought you could help me. Oh, we're out of initiative. Oh, excellent. Alarn is just going to respond, my lady, I can help you. It is my duty to serve Her Highness's people and you. Having wed our seed are now one of us. If we return to the sky, we will be able to protect you. And with regards to Isaiah, it is only a suspicion and on the words of a liar. He says everything very stoically and he honestly believes this. This is what Lauren knows in his heart to be true. For the sake of the situation, I'm not going to react on the inside. I'm like, <laughs> talk shit, get hit. Do not like because I'm still unsure about Stasi dying, and now you're talking shit about my sister. Andermach is trying to decide whether a Lauren is actually okay with changelings or not. Roll inside, tell me what you get, and then I'll say if the verdict will be the truth or not, and then a Lauren can tell us. That was a nat 20. Nat 20. She, she knows your deepest inner soul currently. What is your feelings on changelings? Alone is kind of ambivalent to changelings because most of the people he knows are actually changelings and he's from a genetic strain of changelings. So he's really got no feelings about changelings whatsoever. Thank you. (laughs) Andermach is going to get up, walk over to Zetu. And like, while she's walking to Zetu, she's like looking at Aloran. She is going to tell Aloran, 
you could have said something sooner. And she's gonna turn and shapeshift into Zetu. <laughs> I mean, that's a wow. choice. Chat high or low? Over or under? Sorry, I mean over or under. Oh goodness. She faints. When she faints, Alaren is going to catch her because he was already down there in any case. And then he's going to turn to Andromach and say, why would you reveal yourself to be a liar? Ooh. Reveal myself? I should smack you right now. <laughs> can I, can I I'm going to drop the form and go back to Andromach. Did you, did you know Alaren this whole time? I thought you were just... Know what? Dumb. What are you talking about? Did you know about this? Because I'm going to... You know, Clara, about, about what? I blatantly about showed. I blatantly showed him, as an attempt to see whether that he he was aware, and he played it off like I was his mother. His mother. Andromach just looks disgusted. Alarm's eyes go really big, and he's got that look like he's just been violated. And then he's going to say, "It appears, Andromach, that you cannot be trusted." The fact that you hid from me that you were a changeling and also tried to manipulate me by taking the form of the Lady Skyvale. He just stops and turns and he's walking out of the kitchen. With, Do you um, drop that's his body? He's going to I'm go sorry. and place her. No, with her. He's going to go oh, and lay her down on, her, on one of the couches in her living room because he's just like, no, I can't deal with this right now. Just... All women are liars. This other woman that I was trying to help just try to hit me for God knows what reason. I'm trying to save her. Everybody's lying to me. Like, what the fuck is going on? And now I actually have to go home and talk to my fucking fiance, which I don't want to do. At that. I'm behind a Lauren saying, don't take somebody, it to the room. Because somebody's psychopath serial killer mother decides to go live in my city. And I feel like for some reason, there is a goose at the kitchen window. <laughs> <laughs> goose is smiling somewhere. That goose is just like, with its beady eyes, checking it out. And Lauren lies dramatically on the couch. As an aside, she fainted because not only did Andromach assume a new shape, which is surprising if you're not prepared for it and you don't know someone has that ability, but B... She chose to turn into Zetu. And it's also a highly stressful situation. She's been like holed up in her house for like a, a week with people, angry mobs and dogs baying for her blood. Well, Alaren is in the lounge. He's doing an extra lay on hands just to make sure the woman did not hurt herself when she fainted. You're all While going to heal her hand. Dramatically, dramatically being in the living room because everybody has lied to him and he's forced to go home. He's just like, he's sulking. I want to follow Laura and say, don't take her to the living room. Her, she found her husband here. Let's take her somewhere else. Otherwise, she'll be even more distraught when she wakes up. And we will come to that point in next week's episode as Lauren is standing dramatically in the grand living room. <laughs> Andromach, for the faintest of seconds, thought she felt a goose presence in the kitchen. <laughs> but I assume Andromach is going to also head out to the yes. living room. Yes, as, yes, yes, obviously. <laughs> as Kira is trying to convince Lauren not to leave the woman to wake up in the room where her husband was murdered. And with that, Thank you all so much for being here and chat. I've been reading your your discussions. We hope you had a good time. I love the story, even though it sounds crazy. I 
I hope everyone enjoys the adventure as much as I do because my players make it weird, wondrous, and a wonderful story as do you, chat, with your, your geeses and <laughs> your situations. Please remember, if you enjoyed this, share it with your friends, foes, families, and familiars. Otherwise, next week we will be here on Twitch on Tuesdays, Wednesdays on the podcast, and you can find us at Dum Dum Dice, spelled D-U-M-D-U-M-D-I-E, on all the socials. Until next time, we hope you have a most amazing week that's safe but filled with adventure.